back to another episode of Stand Up But Please Fit In. If you're new to this podcast, hi, my name is Abby, and I talk about cultural differences between Japan and the rest of the world. And I also talk about how to be an individual person when you're surrounded by a society that wants you to fit in. So we are back to our regular programming slash types of episodes from last time I was on here. And yeah, so usually I kind of start talking about what happened this week. Well, I don't really have so much to update other than I think by the time this episode comes out, it's a day after Valentine's Day in Japan and probably in Western countries it's on Valentine's Day. So just want to say happy Valentine's Day. I don't really have anything to do for Valentine's Day. I don't really celebrate it. Well, I just get candy, little slash chocolates. I finally started to be able to eat sweets. I know when I was like going through the first part of pregnancy. I mean, if you haven't heard, I'm pregnant. Listen to the last episode. I'm not really going to talk about it, any other episodes. But yeah, I kind of lost my sweet tooth appetite. But I'm back to able to eat a lot more sweets, which is not good. And also,、um, I can't drink coffee now without feeling nauseous. So, although I do still have that weird feeling when I smell coffee, but yeah, anyway, so I've been dying to eat this chocolate French toast that I. Recently discovered at a nearby cafe near the house, and it's only available in February. So, I've been trying to go every week before it's gone by the end of February. And hopefully, I like talking about it makes me want that French toast at all. So, I don't really eat French toast because I don't eat eggs, I just never really liked eggs, not because of religious purpose. I never really Like the taste of egg and French toast, you dip it in egg, right? And it just tastes so eggy. But for some reason, this chocolate French toast doesn't have that egg taste. It just tastes chocolatey. And it's probably the best French toast I ever had in my life. And I cannot believe I'm talking about French toast, chocolate French toast right now on this podcast. But it's Valentine's Day, right? So let's just. Talk about chocolates, and that's what I'm probably gonna be eating on Valentine's Day or just like one or two days before and after Valentine's Day, maybe every single week till it's gone for good. Okay, so let's just get started to today's episode, which is about I was invited to a symposium for my alma mater for my grad school. I was actually a speaker of this symposium. Four years ago, I think. I can't believe it's been four years since I was talking to the students at the time. But this time, obviously, I was just invited to listen, and they had other alumni talk to this symposium, which is really cool because, you know, I, I've been out of grad school for six, seven years now, so it's not like people know who I am. and... It's just nice to listen to other people's perspective, especially the students there and then people that graduated after me and what they're going through. 
So the symposium is actually organized by students and they bring alumni into the symposium and they talk about life after they graduated, whether they're working for an industry, they have their PhDs, so they work for academic side, which is interesting to hear. And so the panel was divided into two sections and one panel, which I was actually not listening in, was um, it was the alumni who, after they graduated, they went into either industry or academics, like postdoc or another research institute in Japan. So people that stayed in Japan after they graduated. And another set of alumni panel, which I was actually um, classmates with, went back to their own country to work. So it was divided into two sections. And I was just there listening. And it was for, what, a couple of hours I was listening. And there were many things that I'm not going to say it on this podcast. I felt like I they should have probably run the program a little bit differently. I just, I just felt like the symposium could have run a little bit differently. Maybe because it was just 100% run by students. I have a feeling that maybe professors and people outside of the school could have run this also to make it a little bit more professional and also it would benefit the students as well but that's just my personal opinion I'm not good you know again I'm no longer in school I'm kind of out of that and but so it's just something I thought about but anyway so there was one question that was brought up from students who was asking someone who was an alumni and the question was why did you decide to pick a company or a job that's different from what you studied in your master's or PhD and why I was listening to the answer because it's kind of interesting that a lot of people in Japan they go into industries or career that has nothing to do with their what they studied in grad school so I was just listening because it's interesting to hear why everybody has his personal choices and this person was mentioning that I'd rather answer this privately which I thought it was kind of weird that he couldn't really answer this question because I feel like it happens all the time and I While the student was curious at the same time, I feel like students need to know that there are many people who change their careers all the time at different points of their lifetime. And it's totally fine. It's totally okay, you know. So today I wanted to talk about that if someone asked me this question, because it happened to me, right? I don't work in my... I, my career is a little bit different from what I studied in grad school. So if someone asked me why I decided to go into a career which isn't focused on what I studied in grad school, here are some questions and a little bit of comments that I wanted to actually address to students if I was a panelist at this symposium. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Anyways, um, if you have any comments or if you have any 
other discussions you want me to share on this podcast, please leave a message on my social media. It's listed in the show notes. Okay, so the first reason why people will change careers based on what people study is that you might want to or you might have to adapt to what's happening in today's world. So um, once you're graduated from university, whether it's undergrad, grad school, whatever, you're most likely to work till retirement, which is, God, it's crazy to say, 40 to 50 years, right? And well, some people go into entrepreneurship where they want to, you know, make money for yourself. Some people want to work for somebody else, but you'll be working till you retire. And 40, 50 years is such a long time. Your interests will change all the time. Sometimes you might change passion within six months or a year. And also society keeps changing as well because we're living in a world where new technologies are being invented every single day, new interests are being developed, and industries are trying to keep up with what's going on around the world that's beneficial to the society. And this is pretty important when you choose your career depending on you know where you are in your life right and then in Japan obviously I talked about this in my previous episodes about how people work in Japan many people work till they retire but things are obviously changing because companies have to adapt to you know what's going on in the society so if they don't do that then they the company will go under and you're stuck not able to get paid or not able to live so you know either the company or the industry is changing all the time and you're adapting to it or you change and you decided that hey I want to go into this field and you keep adapting so that happens all the time. And even in academics too, it's not so um, obvious compared to drastically changing a career of a person. But, you know, even in academics, you're not doing the same kind of um, research for 40, 50 years. Obviously, um, society likes, to, um, society keeps changing. So, Research also tends to change a little bit just to fit into the today's world. So it's not like you're doing the same thing over and over and over for 40, 50 years. You have some variation of different research that you might not see it, but it's happening. And even if you love your career so much, even if you stay in the industry for 45, 50 years, which I will want to stay in my industry because I'm passionate about it but you will always keep changing something that will interest you or you have to adapt to it so for example as you guys know I am an environmental engineer so ever since I was an undergraduate I've been studying environmental engineering and going into sustainability field and I have changed career paths um, twice 
from what I studied in grad school, but I'm always、um, sticking to environmental. Anything with sustainability, environmental issues, climate change, because that's what I'm passionate about. But it's just like a different variation of it because you just want to adapt to what's going on and it's what is appropriate for me for the future. Anyways, so the second part is that priorities change. When you're talking to the students, A lot of them are obviously they don't have so many responsibilities. Some students who are foreigners that come into Japan, they do have priorities that's not just yourself. For example, you have a family, you have obligations to your country or your previous job when you come to study. So priorities change all the time. You will definitely experience that, and your lives will change all the time. So sometimes when you have to, you know, go to another country because you're getting married or you're having a child like me or anything that your priorities change, sometimes your career today might not work for what's going on in the future. You have to make that trade off, right? It's unfortunate when you have someone you have to support, not just yourself. Sometimes you have to make that sacrifice. You don't have to make that sacrifice all the time, but you do have to make some adjustments. That means you have to change your career path a lot of the time. So sometimes, which you know might not maybe it's hard to, for students to understand at the time because they don't really have other responsibilities. But a lot of people do change with、um, it's because the priorities change. Another thing is. Maybe、um, not about family, but this whole pandemic, people made them realize that they don't want to have that nine to five job, or they don't want to commute one hour or, or more. So they change their careers, and they just have a better lifestyle. So it could be any of those things that your priorities change. You might have to change your career, or you might want to change your career. Last thing I wanted to talk about is you might lose interest in what you studied or you have been working for several years, and it happens all the time. As I mentioned, you're going to be working for forty, fifty years. There's bound time that you might get bored of what you do. And for me, I don't know about you guys, but if I do the same thing for one and a half years or two years, I will get bored. I don't know what's going on, but I just get bored. I don't know if I have a short attention span, or I always want to challenge something new. But that's what happens. And、um, even if I stay on the same team, or even if I like my current location or just any company, I cannot do the same thing over and over. So what I usually do is I always look for different opportunities, or I always kind of. Go out of my way to find something new, and it doesn't really have to be career change. It could be anything that within your career, but do something else that may not have been what you studied for. Like one thing I mentioned was before, I was doing heavy engineering work, and yes, engineering is very important when you want to make something or. Have new technology to be implemented, but at the same time, you have to make business business decision making, right? If you want revenue for your company, or if you want to make 
something in the world. So I felt like, yeah, doing all engineering is important, but also I felt like management is also important. So project managing, even though I'm still in the same field. So little things like this, you can change your career within you, what you studied, but just approach it a different way. And when you start doing that, you might find something that you like better than what you study for. Another thing that um, is possible is a lot of times if you're researchers, you go more depth into your research, right? Be- and that's like just focusing on one research for many of the postdocs or even students. And when you keep doing that for a couple of years, you might find something that you're interested in that's not what you were researching like a year ago. And that could open up another eyes about, oh, hey, maybe I want to try something else here because it's interesting. That actually really does help with just expanding your knowledge, right? As someone who has been in grad school and just working for several years, I felt like I need to challenge something new. So that could be another career change as well. So bottom line that I wanted to talk about before I wrap this up is that humans are constantly evolving. And whether you're personally wanting to change something or you have to adapt to it. And there's just two ways to get into it. For me, I'm lucky that I still am interested in growing my career through the industry I study. But I am always constantly changing my needs, wants, and what the society is changing with. So it's not a bad thing that you're going into a career that's a little bit different or completely different than what you're studied for. Just keep in mind that you are always making a difference in the world and you're happy and satisfied with your life. Anyway, so hopefully any students that's listening to this can give you an idea of, you know, what to expect after you graduate from college. So... Thank you for listening. Again, if you have any comments, questions, please leave a message on my social media listed in the show notes. And thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye.